Hello, I'm James Valentine. This is Headroom, my podcast based on my daily radio show. And here's another edition of our weekly news quiz, Plug. Yes, welcome to Plug, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the world's most exciting game show. Uh, contestants here have to earn two points before they're allowed to plug anything whatsoever. They can perhaps plug their show or their, you know, their cause or just, you know, some view that they have. They have, they have, they weren't earn the right to plug, and they've got to earn two points here on the world's most riveting game show. But that's not the only opportunity to plug on Plug. We now sell the naming rights to Plug each week. And we sell the naming rights by offering you the chance to to have those naming rights. All you have to do is text the name of your community organisation, your school, your club, whatever it might be. First person to text through will gain the naming rights to Plug for this week. So if you're part of the Greystains Progressive Association, you should be plugging right now. So um, you should be texting us right now to 0467 922 702 to earn the naming rights for Plug. Well, we've already met uh, Matt Bevan and Dan Illick who are playing this week. Sarah McDonald, hello. Hello. Sorry I'm late. So you're not late. Oh, good. I'm not late. Yeah, you've apologised. I was covering for you. Oh. No one knew you weren't here. Sorry. Why are you late? Now I'm going to say sorry again. That's who said sorry again. <sighs> Just massive apologies. Uh, really? I was like, I was doing an interview in the next room and good. I lost track of time and I looked up and went, oh, I meant to be in there. That's good. Oh, look, it's a sign of a great broadcaster when you lose track of time, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're three, totally committed to the two, whole thing. One. You know, you're there, you're fully in the moment. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. That's exactly. great. And the producer can always edit it, you know. It's That's terrific. right. That's right. Exactly. Who cares about what the news coming up? We only needed uh, 15 minutes uh, there. I think 23, is it? Okay. <laughs> Make that work. <laughs> Sarah, lovely to see you. Thank you so much for Great coming to, to play. Great to have you here. Plug. Thanks, thanks, James, for having me on. Not at all. What's plug called today? Have you got a text yet? Have I got a text yet? No. It's um that that the, the text takes sixty seconds. So <laughs> uh, I, I don't usually wait. Another I, timing I, issue. I've got wrong. Can you, right? timing can't issue, you, yeah, yeah. you refresh it? Can't refresh? I refresh? No, it doesn't refresh. Oh. It refreshes every minute, oh, and there's right. nothing. I can't. Oh, okay. We have speed that process up. Once again, time causes again. problems. Yes, that's segment. right. That's yeah. right. Or people. You know, throwing to things when they didn't have to. Like, I would have brought that out when it was there because I've got that screen. Sarah, okay. I'm doing well today, aren't I? I'm the host. I'm, I'm so going Sarah is super first well. too early, first too late, then too early for something. Excellent. Welcome back to James Valentine's half hour of passive aggressive power. <laughs> 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 well, I'm just seeing a very... I'm just going to sit in the corner. I'm seeing a very interesting <laughs> dynamic here. Where we've basically got four people, all of whom like to have their own show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a millennial. I'm not allowed my own show on the ABC. Oh, I'm sorry. A rational... No, you're not yet. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. Another 15 years. <laughs> yeah, you can come yeah, on yeah, in, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you've got your own rational fear show. Uh-huh. You've had many a program, so, you know, I get it. Don't think, don't think Matt Bevan has got his eye on most of our in uh, to colonise at some point in the yeah. future. Mm. There's, there's, there's his eyes narrowed for a moment. Which one... Which ones don't I want? Um, mm, exactly. Mm. All right, let's get into some uh, questions. Mr Bevan, uh, you may begin. Yeah, uh, so the big news today is uh, Boris Johnson has suspended Parliament. Mm. I'm going to play you uh, some audio of uh, some people talking about this idea 
back before Boris Johnson became the Prime Minister. Okay. And I'm going to ask you then if the person talking is now in his cabinet or not. So each one? So we'll play each one? Yeah, one at a time. OK. Yeah. So okay. have a listen to the first so one. So do we say who they are? Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, this is Amber Rudd. To Amber Rudd. Yep. OK. It is a ridiculous suggestion to consider prorogue Parliament. And for a start, it would involve approaching the Queen. And that, of course, is an absolutely... We, nobody should consider doing that. Sarah, you can go first. Is that person, Amber Rudd, still in the British Cabinet? I'm going to say yes. Say yes, Dan. What do you think? I'll say yes too. That's two yeses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Both, okay, in there. <laughs> so, yes, after yeah. saying that, uh, you know, you absolutely shouldn't do it and definitely the number one thing you shouldn't do is bother the Queen. <laughs> yes. Uh, Boris Johnson has over the, overnight bothered the Queen. He did bother her, yeah? Yes. yeah. What, he sent someone to Balmoral no, he went on over a there. fast riding horse or um, he went himself? He went himself and said, I'd, I'd very much like you to give a speech uh, and so therefore I need you to shut down Parliament before your speech, please. Did he really bother or did he like, do, how did he do it? Did he do a knock and run? Well, I don't know. Yeah, because he did. Right. He did recently. Oh, have I was a... just putting a note under the door. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. I thought you were at Balmoral. Oh, <laughs> awkward. Uh, but you, he did have the meeting recently with her, where she apparently told him that she didn't understand why anybody would want to be the prime minister at this time. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yes, it was reported that she said, oh, "I don't know why anyone would want your job at uh, the yes, moment." Well, that's right, and I say that with some experience. Yes. <laughs> I've met dozens, dozens of you people, of you and now. Um, yeah. as, as far as BS detectors go, the Queen is the number one BS detector. You would isn't think she, she is fantastic. Yeah. I just, she just cuts through. Yeah. Well, this I is. Um, though. Like you've got it, you know, because he's isn't he going up for the weekend? They're having a weekend in Balmoral. Really? Yeah, so they can get to know each other a bit more. Oh, that'd be nice. Wow, oh, a date, a <laughs> date with the Queen. To, yeah, what do you have? Talk to Boris about a dinner right well, now. Well, what would you like? In the old days, you could go out shooting for the afternoon or mm. walking on the fens or whatever they've got up there. Now, I mean, I'm sure the Queen's not as active as she was. Philip so could take you for a drive. Philip could take you for a drive. <laughs> or Otherwise, you're just sort of sitting around. You know? I think that, that Boris's cabinet would love Philip to <laughs> take uh, Boris for a drive. Well, in case yeah. you're confused, this is the Hills Basketball Association plug news quiz. Uh, so playing this week for the Hills Basketball Association are Sarah McDonald and Dan. They're on one point each. Next person. This is Rob. Rory Stewart, have a listen. I guarantee you if he were to try, I and every other Member of Parliament will sit across the road in Methodist Central Hall and we will hold our own session of Parliament and we will bring him down because you do not ever lock the doors on Parliament in this country or indeed in any other country with any respect in the world. No, well, that's this. why Australia has no respect, clearly. <laughs> um, we close Parliament every three weeks. <laughs> um, Dan, what do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely in the Cabinet. Yes, in the Cabinet, Sarah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. No, he's not. Oh. No. no. Rory's not. Yeah. But uh, have a listen to this third person. You know, we're not selecting a dictator of our country. I think to suggest that you would suspend Parliament and put an end to our sovereign democracy just to suit, you know, some, uh, some, some goal that, you know, that hasn't really you know, to, to implement democracy is just not right and we can't do that. Still in the uh, Cabinet, Sarah? Yep. Yep. Uh, I'll say yes. Two yeah, yeses. That's Sajid Javid. He is, uh, well, he's their treasurer now. No, right. So he's, settling, he's essentially the second in <laughs> yeah. command to Boris yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Oh. Um, they're calling anyone who would want to shut down Parliament a dictator. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I can't believe these people are such hypocrites. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. God yeah, darn it. I know, we've caught them. <laughs> we've caught them out there on tape. Look, we've got oh, tape of got... you saying one thing and now uh, doing, doing another. another. Oh, my God. 
There should be a whole show dedicated to this. To work, was there a time? Mm. Was Watergate the last time that 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 worked? We have we have you on tape, and the person said. You got me. I'm out of here. <laughs> was that it? Was that doesn't well, apply anymore. Doesn't apply. Doesn't you apply. can say anything you want. Yeah, and look, the, the, when Charles Firth put the plaque of uh, of George put, that, put that George Pell plaque on on the George Pell plaque outside the um, the cathedral, the Catholic Church said it didn't happen. They photoshopped it when there's clear video of the putting putting right. a, a plaque over the plaque. Right. <laughs> so you can say anything you want, yeah, even if it exists. Well. Just say it doesn't didn't exist happen. and it doesn't matter because everyone's playing to their base. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Hills Basketball Association plug new. News quiz this afternoon. Now both contestants are sitting on two, so they've both earned the right to plug. But we'll we'll go on a little further before we get to. We'll do another question before we get to plug, uh, Mr. Trump. Uh, Mr. So, um, Mr. Trump. Trump. The question is Mr. Bevan. The question is about Mr. Trump. Uh, so uh, the, the question is, is, what is Mr. Uh, Mr. President Trump uh, impersonating here? Uh, we'd, we'd like to hear it again. It was a little brief, yeah. wasn't it? So let me just uh, bring that back up for you. And here we go. I want to Dan. What's he doing an impression of? I think he's just articulating the sounds in his brain. Um, <laughs> no, he is talking about wind farms, and he's talking about uh, how wind farms can cause you cancer and how they uh, have sound pollution and things like that. What are you thinking, uh, Sarah? Earth a kit. Earth a kit. <laughs> he's doing a terrific Earth a kit impression. When she's impression. flirting with Adam West and Batman, <laughs> <laughs> she does it much better than yeah. Donald. Yeah. Donald yeah. Give you that. She yeah. was. Hot. Yeah, if I was true. Adam West, I'd go for Earth a kit. Okay. He was actually talking to Penny Wong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, was it Earth a kit or uh, wind farms? We'll have a listen. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. You told me that one, okay? <laughs> uh, I am giving uh, a point, uh, uh, you know, each there because Earth Kid is an excellent answer. I know, I thought so too. Good. Yeah, it was right. very, very good. But it is a wind, a windmill, which I don't know that we call them windmills, do we? We call them wind turbines or mm. wind, wind farms. farms. Yeah, I just drove past the ones on the way to Canberra. I was in Canberra last weekend. Remember, Joe Hockey said it, yeah. how upsetting it was to drive yeah. past them because they're so ugly. Those mm. dark satanic mills. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And that's such a beautiful part of the world. There's you know, somewhat rotting Lake George. Mm. Uh, those low, dull hills. <laughs> it's a lovely, lovely landscape through there. I hate to see it destroyed in any yes, way whatsoever. Yes, yes. It's really yes. The the, the salt marsh. Mm. Well, just the, just the bog. As just, far as the eye can see. Bone you guys are so unfair to Lake George. It is a beautiful flat. Yes. That's right. It's one of it's Australia's great flat. flat. Best <laughs> flat bits I've ever It's I've like ever a seen. little mini Nullarbor on your way to, <laughs> yeah. on your way to Canberra. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Nullarbor, does that mean? That means no trees in, in, that, in, yeah. in the local language. No. no. Not in the local language. Well, it's Latin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which, that's a bit terrenulous, <laughs> calling that the local language. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Romans get to Lake George? The Romans got to uh, Esperance, I think. <laughs> that is the most highbrow joke we've ever had on uh, a bit terrenulous. Near Null Arbor. I think they used to call Lake George uh, Nullaperia. Nullaperia, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very good. So we're at three points. So, Dan, uh, plug away. Well, speaking of Lake George, I'm yeah. going to Canberra next mm. week for Irrational Fear. We're performing live in Canberra at the Straight Theatre. At the, at the Street Theatre. Uh, we've got Mark Humphreys, Mike Bowers from The Guardian and wow. Insiders, Shalala Medora from Hack, Lewis Hopper from Triple J, and me. Uh, on stage, making fun of the news. Yeah. Uh, come, come along. You've been to one. 
I've been to one. It's excellent. It's very, very good. And then a couple of weeks later, we're doing a 10-year anniversary show of Hungry Beast mm. on stage at Giant Dwarf, uh, September 20 at Giant Dwarf. And we haven't worked out what that show's going to be yet. <laughs> Currently, there's going to be more people on stage than the audience, yeah. but uh, it's going to be good. So, How are you going to make television on stage? Oh, we're going we're gonna to sit around and get drunk and talk about stories about Hungry Beast. Um, yeah. And we're wondering if... We, um, the ask is in for Denton to turn up, but, yeah. you know, he's... What, hike- he has an RSVP? No, he's like hiking in Alaska at the moment, so he won't. He won't respond. Hiking in Alaska? <laughs> what? A, that, that's Denton could barely hike a kilometre a day. That'll take about three days. <laughs> hiking in Alaska? It's not like Lake George. It's no. got hills. If you are, if you have the burden of being an eastern suburbs resident like I do, you do see him walking laps of of the eastern suburbs. He's very fit. Fit walker. Has he been getting? Has he been walker. getting ready for his hike in Alaska? Has he? <laughs> I can't think he's not. To Alaska. I think he had a little heart. <laughs> he had a little heart scare while oh, we're doing yeah. Hungry Beast. I think you're right. Yeah. And um, and well, <laughs> this is this is speaking out of school. And yeah. so he was he was he was doing a lot of he was doing a lot of physical exercise around the time right. to try and you know get his weight down. And then weekend we would work weekends on Hungry Beast, and mm. I would turn up and he would be there eating KFC because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little addiction. You know, he can get the ABC app in Alaska. <laughs> no. I hope he's not listening. Of course. Fine. He'll be fine. Of course he would. Yeah. He'd be loving it. But uh, Hungry BC was Andrew Denton's uh, idea where he got, he said, come on, smart young people, Here's, come and be, come and make a show. And now we're all smart old people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved to it. To varying degrees. Yeah, I loved Hungry Beast. I thought yeah. it was a great show. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was good fun. Good plugging there. Fantastic. Uh, both on three points, equal, uh, you're, you're equal three points <laughs> here. Sarah McDonald and Dan Illick on the Hills Basketball Association plug news quiz. Who is this sending a message? from Vietnam in 1968. Hello folks, surprise. I have this opportunity to wish you a happy Christmas. It's uh, Sunday the 3rd of November. Here at Town. I hope uh, the weather for Christmas Day at home is uh, as good as this beautiful fine day today. All so the best and I look forward to seeing you early next year. Sarah, who is that? Is that Tim Fisher? Dan? Wow, I was going to say, is that Bob Hawke? Is that Bob Hawke? Uh, Matt, any ideas? I can see the answer on the answer. Oh, yes, <laughs> the answer. That, does, that does ruin a little bit. Let's have a let's let's have a listen. A patient at the uh, Australian Field Hospital at uh, Boom Tower, Second Lieutenant Tim Fisher. He oh, comes from Jerry yes. Creek via Wagga. Sarah McDonald. Oh, oh, where's his voice? So there he goes. You just have another listen. This is like eighteen-year-old Tim Fisher. Happy Christmas. It's uh, Sunday, the third of November. Here at Boom Town. I hope uh, the weather for Christmas Day at home is uh, as good as this. Beautiful fine day today. All the best, and I look forward to seeing you early next year. Yeah, very beautiful. Uh, Tim, uh, you know, laid up with it. I don't know why he was in the hospital. Yeah, he but, got um, injured in Vietnam. Oh, okay. But, yeah, you can tell his way of speaking. He has a very distinctive way of speaking. And yeah. I spent a bit of time with Tim Fisher because when I was in the press gallery for Triple J, he used to call me up and say, I'm just putting out a press release about Australian music. How do I spell silver chair? <laughs> 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 and you and me? I'm like, it's UMI. <laughs> <laughs> but he was such a passionate supporter of Australian music. So yeah. he asked the only person in the press gallery who could tell him. And I'd be like, small s, all one word. Small s, do they know it's meant to have a couple of letters? It's stylized. Sarah McDonald. That is a beautiful anecdote. I think Sarah needs an extra point. Extra point there. Look, Dan's just branded you two points for an extra point. Because they're just having the service for him today. The funeral's on right now. The state funeral's probably wrapping up. Being held at the Albury Entertainment Centre. But yes, lovely. We had some lovely tributes to Tim last week. We had the lovely one I liked was did you see this, Matt, the tweet from. 
her name's escaping me, we had her on last week, state member in um, the National Party, the top ten tips for being a politician that Tim sent to her on the day it started. Oh, fabulous. Fantastic. And, like, these practical things like never bag out fellow federal or state members in your area. They cover a lot of ground. You don't need them bad-mouthing you. <laughs> you want them to think nicely of you whether you can't stand them or not. <laughs> <laughs> really smart. It was really clever sort yeah. of thing. Make a list of the ten friends you want to keep at the end of your career. If you haven't made contact by cup day, give them a ring. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, it was a, I saw that list on Twitter. That was a beautiful list. It was a beautiful list. It was really fantastic. He was, yeah. uh, he was quite, you know, I've only recently started being on the radio. Most of my career I've spent organising guests to be on the radio with other people. And he was honestly the most delightful person mm-hmm. to any junior producer that you call up and can yeah, come yeah. on and talk he about was. this. Oh, of course. And, yeah. have, you, have you seen? I've got some anecdotes about trains He's, that I would mind yeah, yeah. sharing with you <laughs> while, while I've got you on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'd be delighted to hear your train anecdotes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was, it was uh, Steph Ryan, the member for your row, I think, Jim Fleming, okay. for recalling that, uh, who had the, who published those tips. All right, what about the uh, the other Trump question, uh, Mr Fisher? Uh, no, <laughs> Mr Fisher. I'm going to call you Mr Fisher well, of course, then. yes. Mr. Fisher. Oh. Uh, I've been unwell. You just called him Donald Trump. I've been unwell. You're not well, are know, you? But you're OK. I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> Yes, lovely to see you, Marcus Rosky. Thanks for dropping <laughs> <thanks for> by. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I feel uh, like there's an Alan Jones cancelling situation <laughs> coming up sometime soon. <laughs> uh, look, question, um, back to Mr Trump. Uh, what is wrong with this quote from him at the G7? Kim Jong-un, who I've gotten to know extremely well, First Lady has gotten to know Kim Jong-un, and I think she'd agree with me. He is uh, a man with... A country that has tremendous potential. Yeah, Dan, you can go first. What's uh, wrong with that quote? Is it... Kim, did he get the wrong leader of North Korea? No. Did, no. He, get the, did he get the wrong leader of North Korea? Sarah, what's wrong with that quote? No, it's Kim Jong-un. That's yeah. what he said, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is, yeah. The First Lady loves him. I don't know. Everything he says is wrong. <laughs> well, no, you'd have to admit that North Korea is a country with terrific potential. Yeah. yeah. He says that because he wants much to build else, golf courses. Can you ask, what was the lead up to that, the grab? What, what did you say before? What did I he said, say? what is said, wrong with this quote? What no. is wrong with this quote? Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. yeah. Okay, hear it again. Richard. That's what I did. Richard got a lot wrong with Richard. I've gotten to know extremely well. First Lady has gotten to know Kim Jong-un, and I think she'd agree with me. He is... A man with a country that has tremendous potential. One more quick guess. Sarah McDonald. Too long. I've got no Dan. idea. Where was that recorded? Was it the G7? Matt Bevan, what is it? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? The First Lady has never met Kim Jong-un. Well, I was going to say, that I said something about the First Lady. You said lady. the First Lady loves him. I said, that. I yeah. said, well, it's wrong that the First Lady loves him. Mm. Yeah. You, I'll give you half a point. So you're expecting us to pick up when Donald Trump lies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. yes. He opens his yes. mouth. It's all oh wrong. I want God. you all to be fact-checked fact- <laughs> <laughs> permanently Trump. all the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Sarah McDonald is at five and a half. Dan's at four here on the Hills Basketball Association Plug News Quiz this afternoon. Oh, it's tense. Oh, it's just so... <laughs> So exciting. <laughs> it's coming down to the wire. Your fever's going up again, oh, isn't God. it? Let You're me throw in, a, throw in a question. Uh, Nick Kyrgios oh, yeah. blew up oh. at the Australian, uh, the American, see, I'm all over the place, at the US <laughs> Open um, because somebody asked him about the, his fine at the Cincinnati Masters three weeks earlier. So Nick has a meltdown mm. about being asked about 
the fine. It was a big fine. Yeah. And he said, look, the ATP is corrupt and this is a, you know, an example of the yeah. whole thing. One of these, what was he fined for at the Cincinnati Masters? And only one of these things is true. Was he fined because he took a toilet break and smashed two rackets in the player's tunnel while he was doing it? <laughs> because he threw his socks at the referee? Because he had a full-on toddler-style tantrum courtside, you know, banging his fist on the court and so on? Or uh, D, tore his towel to shreds? Dan, which of those is true? Did he take a toilet break and smash two rackets, throw his socks at the referee, have a full-on toddler-style tantrum or tore his towel to shreds? I'll go D, tore the towel to shreds. Tore the towel to shreds. What do you reckon? Is uh, there an E, all of the above? E, you can can throw that in if you want. (laughs) E, all of the above. You're no, because you would have put that in because uh, you're not that unfair. I am sometimes. I am. So I do sometimes <laughs> throw it all in. Yeah. All righty. E, all of the above? Yeah. Look, in a way... <laughs> <laughs> well, in actual fact, I first framed the question like that because what he actually did was... He, he, what he did was take a toilet break and smash two rackets. Uh-huh. But he also called the referee a potato uh-huh. and an effing tool. Um, and... Uh, spat in the direction of oh, the referee. Charming. So there was a long list of things that he did. Mm. Um, so in a, I was going to have uh, the all of the above question. So yeah, you were right for the wrong question. Yep. So no yep. points there. Right. No, it was he took a toilet break, but while in the toilet break right. he smashed a couple of records, mm. uh, rackets on the way through. Right. So right. pretty but full on. Isn't it, I mean, that, no one really sees that, do they? They're just... In the tunnel. Everyone Jesus. seemed to know it had happened. Oh, right. Okay. If the racket's broken in the tunnel, does anybody yeah. hear? Yeah. <laughs> if the racket's <laughs> broken in the tunnel. <laughs> the at the Cincinnati <laughs> Masters, you know. The perhaps it was because, perhaps, you know, the, in the echoey tunnel it was just extra loud. Oh, you could just yeah, hear yeah. the racketing, yeah. the racket explosion yeah, all yeah. the way across the, the tennis park. Really? Yeah. Really? He got, he got fined for making a racket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Um, excellent. Uh, perhaps the ICAC question, Mr. Yeah, what are we... Uh, What's your uh, name? Who uh, are you? Uh, uh, Mr. Illich is me. <laughs> Illich. Um, uh, okay, fill in the bleep in this uh, little news report about ICAC. A key witness has told the Independent Commission Against Corruption that New South Wales Labor boss Kayla Murnane knew about an <laughs> full of cash dropped off at party headquarters in Sydney. A what full of cash, Ms. McDonald? A plastic shopping bag. Plastic shopping bag. Why weren't they bag? using the ones that Andrew Bolt says for full of salmonella? <laughs> really? Yeah, Recycling. Come yeah. on in your cash. Uh, Mr. Village? I was going to say a badass mf but um, but uh, <laughs> I also agree. A plastic shopping bag. A plastic shopping bag. Can you be more accurate? Aldi. Uh, Aldi. Aldi. Yeah. Yes, that's what uh, I think. Great advertising. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll use it in their ads? <laughs> oh, certainly. Certainly. <laughs> well, won't they? Yeah, shop our middle aisles. You'll never know what you might find. <laughs> Focus. Not that one. Knew about an Aldi shopping bag Yay! full of cash yeah, yeah. dropped off at party headquarters in Sydney. We should point out, in the interest of balance, there are other supermarkets available to put lots of anonymous yeah. cash in. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They're all bad. But also, like they were, as Sarah pointed out, they were more environmentally responsible in the old days when they used brown paper bags. <laughs> you know, true. like that, that was is true. that was you know they were biodegradable. You could reuse them as yeah. well. You know, yeah. so they probably ironed them out and gave them the kids for lunches. You know, <laughs> 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 <She loves it. laughs> What's that smell? Does this smell like $100,000? I've got 20,000 pounds in my lunch. Oh, not that one. Give me the other one. Here's your sandwiches. Yeah. Off you go. At least you're eating your greens. Good <laughs> on you. I only got yeah. vanilla slices. Who got 100,000? Yeah, yeah. I wonder whether any child of a politician ever just went absolutely mad at, a, at the school cafeteria with all the cash that they actually Because they found cash. Because they yeah. found... Well, my, my small business Ms. Johnson, father. I will have... 
all of your red frogs. <laughs> How my, much can I buy with, with this? this? <laughs> well, my small, my small business-owning father would bring cash and hide it in the fridge and the biscuit tins and all that sort of stuff. So we'd often, you know, you'd go to, you'd go to steal biscuits and go, ooh, 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 I'm not going there. <laughs> you didn't go there? Oh, we're talking like it would be, you know, if, if there was a difference between nicking change off the bedroom drawer and touching right. the cash, okay. you, you knew that that was a, be a serious <laughs> event. Uh, that would have been counted. Okay. My father, Detention. who is still alive, mm. hides cash in his library inside books. Right. And he's also quadriplegic, so he often gets us to put the books on the shelves. And <laughs> so we've got this situation where if you want something, if you if you need money for a special occasion, you say, oh, go get um, that law journal go out. Get right out. <laughs> we've got to go. Uh, Mr. Uh, we'll look forward to Hungry Beast at Giant Dwarf. Ms McDonald, of course. You never got to plug. I'm doing your show in a few weeks. Yay! Hey. We'll see That's you my there. Plug. Uh, well, thank you to Hills Basketball Association for the, sponsoring the show today. Goodbye. Yay.